0: So I've been sharing some very funny stories with you from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Read, Laugh, and Repeat. And this book is a collection of some of the funniest stories we've published in our 28-year history. We've got stories about domestic disasters, marriage, dogs and cats doing crazy things, embarrassing moments, weird family members, senior moments, holiday hiccups and disasters, and kids saying funny things. I've put together today's podcast episode with six stories from the book that I hope will bring some sunshine into your day. So if you're tired of watching the news or current events are stressing you out, just take a little laughter cleanse with today's podcast or with this book. Today's stories will remind you that humanity is still capable of seeing humor in everyday life and that we should all keep laughing at ourselves even in the face of disaster. So. Here are some of the ways that our writers laughed at their own mishaps. And we're going to start with the first one. And I derived a tip from this, which is that happily ever laughter might as well start on the honeymoon. And Robin Jankowitz says that the laughter did start on her honeymoon in Florida. So she and her new husband had spent four days in Orlando, and then they were going to the Everglades to go camping. And they spotted an alligator on the way there, which was very exciting. But when they checked in with the ranger, he rolled up his uh, mosquito screen and said, are you aware that the Skeeter is the official bird of the Everglades? And then he added, when you've had enough, there is a lodge just a mile down from here. But Robin and her husband, Steve, knew they'd be fine. They would be okay with the mosquitoes, but it turned out that their battle with the mosquitoes started the moment they opened the car door. The car and then their tent were immediately filled with mosquitoes. And then as they swatted them away, they managed to break the main pole of their tent. And then Robin's just married pin that somebody had gave her punctured their air mattress. But that night they managed to stay in their mosquito infested, broken tent on their deflated air mattress with their bodies covered in welts from all of the bites. And then to make it even worse, they heard this animal growling outside their tent and they knew it was an alligator. So that was terrifying. The next morning, they stopped at the ranger station to check out, having proudly made it through the night, although not in good shape. And they stopped at this animal display there where you could push on a button to hear the sound that an animal would make. And that's when Robin learned that that growling alligator that they'd been hearing all night was actually just a bullfrog. So, we started that story with a quote that sums it all up from Richard Branson. And it says, if happiness is the goal and it should be, then adventures should be top priority. And I think that's what happened to Robin and her new husband. They could have been a bit embarrassed about their misadventure. But in fact, it was a great way to start a marriage with this shared, adventurous, somewhat disastrous experience. And that leads me into the second story and the second tip, which is if you embarrass yourself in front of strangers, it doesn't actually count. So this story made me just laugh out loud so many times when I read it. In this case, Pamela Gilsonan, her local grocery store had a deal on family-sized packages of chicken. So she was all excited about the savings, but then she thought, well, if I drive there, I'm gonna use up all the savings on gas. So she decided to ride her bike the two miles to the store. And she got 10 pounds of frozen chicken, put them in her backpack. And then as she proudly biked home with 10 pounds of frozen chicken on her back, she noticed that it was a lot hotter than she'd realized. And she could feel the sweat pouring down her back. In fact, she was sticky all over. And then she noticed that the drivers who passed her were acting strange. And then when she was stopped at a red light next to some cars, a woman started screaming and a group of people rushed over to Pamela to ask if she was all right. That's when she learned that the chicken had defrosted and that chicken blood was pouring down her back and onto her arms and legs and the pavement around her. That was what she thought was her sweating and the excessive heat. So at dinner that night, when her family asked why they weren't having the chicken that she had gone off to buy, she wasn't quite ready to share her embarrassing adventure that had happened with all those strangers. She just said, well, perhaps you misunderstood. It's just too hot for chicken today. But I just thought that was the funniest thing. Now, in addition our writers shared their at-home funny stories, including this one from Harriet Michael. So I guess the tip from this one is what happens at home stays at home. Harriet Michael's story is about how her family was going through some medical issues. And so her parents drove up to stay a few days and help her out. Her mother didn't particularly like dogs, but she, you know, fed the dogs anyway, cleaned up after them, even when they tracked in mud all day. And One dog even threw up all over the family room carpet, and Harriet's mother cleaned that up too. Well, the next day, Harriet's husband came home from the hospital, and the family gratefully sat down for dinner, held hands, and said, grace. And when the prayer was over, Harriet's mom asked her six-year-old grandson why his hand was so wet. He held up both his hands, and he said, grandma, you're not holding my hand. Well, Harriet's mom was holding the nose of one of the dogs throughout the prayer. And it was the same dog who had thrown up earlier. That dog had stuck his nose into her hand when she had held it out towards her grandson under the table. So she had clamped onto the dog's wet nose and held it firmly the whole time that they were saying grace. And Harriet says, I think maybe the dog was trying to make up to her for all the trouble he had caused her that day by patiently letting her hold his nose for reasons he probably figured only she knew. And we began that story with a quote from George Eliot, animals are such agreeable friends. They ask no questions, they pass no criticisms. So feel free to embarrass yourself with your local dog or cat. After the break, I'll be back with three more stories from this new humor collection. So I'm back with three more stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, read, laugh, repeat. So here's the topic of our fourth story. And basically my question is, would you rather remember the romance or remember the utter disaster of that first date? Because dating and romance are a big source of funny stories. And sometimes it seems like the more disastrous and funny the first date, the more likely the couple is to stay together. And that was the case for 18 year old Canadian, Rachel Dunstan Muller. And she was so pleased with the outfit she had picked out for her first date. She had this pretty scarf and this crisp white blouse and neatly ironed capris and new leather flats. And the boy was taking her for a drive in the country followed by tea at a restaurant. Then on the way, they spotted a pretty park, so they stopped to take a walk around a series of small ponds. And then the path they were on came to a dead end. So rather than walking all the way back, they decided to just push through some vegetation to the side of the pond and walk around the water to get back to their car. But after 20 minutes, they realized they were stuck and the terrain was getting wetter and muddier, but there was this nice green lawn just yards away And they could see that there were these little islands of bulrushes. So they decided to just leap from one dry spot to another. And that's how they'd get to that nice green lawn. Well, what they didn't know was that bulrush islands are really just floating plants. There's no dirt. And so Rachel and her date ended up swimming through and past these little bulrush islands. And when they got back to the car... Rachel's cute outfit for her first date was wet and covered with mud. And so her date gave her what looked like a pair of paper coveralls that he happened to have in his trunk. And she ducked into the bushes to change into them and only discovered later when she looked down that she was now wearing an astronaut costume left over from Halloween, complete with a NASA logo on it. Now, here's my fifth story. And this one is about how the best intentions sometimes have the worst results. And we get a lot of stories about people trying to do something nice, having the best of intentions, and then having terrible results. And that's what happened to Julie Thiel. She was a woman on a mission. She was proud of her ability to rescue dogs. She would rescue them on the road, in the neighborhood. You know, she was that person who stops her car on the highway and saves the day capturing a dog that's running free and returning it to its owner. So when she saw this beautiful German Shepherd sniffing around in her front yard, with no tags, no collar, she jumped into rescue mode. She took the dog around to her backyard and she carefully cordoned it off from her other dogs and then she got bedding and supplies for it. And she made flyers and posters and plastered them all over town. And a couple of days later, she received a call from the dog's owner. He was so worried. He said he had just moved to a new home and his dog, Lily, had wandered out the front door right after her bath, which was why she didn't have a collar or tags. And he would come right over to pick her up. And so he asked for Julie's address. And when she told him her address, there was this silence. And then he said flatly, I'm your new neighbor. I live right next door. So Julie had kidnapped her new neighbor's dog from right next door. And he had been worried for two days while she held his dog in her backyard next door. All right, here's our sixth story I wanted to share with you. And the topic here is that sometimes the best family stories involve the biggest mistakes. And in this case, Monica LaPlante tells us that her story started when she sneaked up the stairs on Christmas Eve, hoping to not wake her parents. She made it to her bed and she fell asleep quickly, but then she was woken up by these hoarse, terrified whispers from her sister across the hall. She heard her sister, Erica, saying, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, who are you? Well, Monica knew it must be a home invasion. There were robbers in the house and they were looking for Christmas gifts. And now they were upstairs in the girls' bedrooms. Erica was sobbing and Monica realized she had to find a weapon. So she reached for her glasses. And then she froze because there was a man in her room too, this shadowy, dark figure, just feet from her bed. So Monica was shaking and crying as she pulled on her glasses and looked up at her attacker. But once her glasses were on, she realized, I'll quote from the story, before me stood a cardboard cutout of teen heartthrob Edward Cullen. The singer Justin Bieber was in Erica's room. They were Christmas presents from our parents. So I thought that was really funny also. So if you want to read some of these laugh out loud stories, go ahead and get a copy of Chicken Soup for the Soul, Read, Laugh, Repeat. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button to learn more about the book. And you'll find it wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, and Amazon. If you wanna read stories from this book and our other new books, you can sign up for our daily newsletter and we will email you a free story every day just go to chickensoup.com and click on the newsletter sign-up option. And you can also follow me on Twitter where my handle is at Amy Newmark and you'll see links to our free stories and to this podcast. And come back for our next episode for something completely different. You're going to meet May Francis Surratt who very bravely went to an all-white school in the South as one of the first Black students to be integrated in her town school system. It was scary and lonely, and her story is very moving and very historically significant. And it's just one of the many compelling stories in Chicken Soup for the Soul, I'm Speaking Now. Black women share their truth in 101 stories of love, courage, and hope.